0: Saw the second wait- episode of uh, House of the Dragon. I, okay. yeah, I know you're waiting. Okay, <laughs> I was waiting for you to do
1: the cold man. I'm usually throwing
0: out the cold. I know, the, the no cold convo. And um, two two things they reused the theme for Game of Thrones for the opening sequence, which not a fan of. Um, I I'm not a fan of that. Like they used the the same song. The so wait, you're not
1: a fan. You're not a fan of. That score, or no, you're not a fan I of love the score. It?
0: I don't love that they're using it for this new show. Okay, I think there's okay, the, that makes more sense. Uh, create some separation, I, especially like eventually as the show goes on, like a better call saw situation, like it'll it should stand on its own two legs at some point. And this feels yeah. like it ties it too much back to the original series, which is already very polarizing. At the same time, the second episode, very good, broke last uh the first episode's records so people are watching this i think the hype has has become real it has very much become
1: real and i and i still i still haven't even been close to moved to watch it yet and i wonder if i will
0: i mean if i were you i'd probably like let the season ride at this point and just like really get like the full picture of it and not have to like overly commit at this point i'm like god damn it my sundays are now this again which i'm not mad yeah. at i'm not mad at like i didn't have like a oh it's sunday night i was what we were watching westworld pretty closely um which had a weird ending but um, yeah
1: i I, we, I gave up on westworld like second season i was like all right i'm not gonna keep the third going.
0: season was really good um, and Yeah, then this season but then, was then there's amazing. that whole second
1: season you know <laughs> 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 to get to that third season well uh, you the, know yeah, yeah okay all right. <laughs> oh man this this show it gets good like it's like good to start then it's like shitty and then it's kind of good again. So like yeah, you only have to watch like oh, the second 12, season has episodes. like
0: one of the best episodes in television ever, but it's just like one episode.
1: Yeah, yeah. I maybe I, you know, maybe HBO's too <laughs> too prestige for me, you know. I need the trash. Too I prestige. I just start, start watching uh White Lotus only yeah. a year late because like the other ones coming out soon. Yeah. And then I'm now that I'm like An episode and a half, and I was like, oh, I don't think this is gonna be the same cast next season. (laughs) Uh, which I think it's one of those where it's like a whole new cast, except for like one or two people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, HBO, the thing about their shows over all other shows, except for like The Boys on Amazon and then like Stranger Things on Netflix, yeah, like, and not only those, there's a couple, there's others, but like a majority of things on HBO. All of their shows look good as hell.
0: Oh, man. They look awesome. Like, I- they're
1: way more filmic and cinematic than everything but the top, top tier of the other streaming services. Yeah. And they all have like a visual style to them that feels different, where it's like even the Disney shit, like all the Disney stuff feels that the they produce, it's feels the same, the same. Yep. exact feeling of every like eventually it gets to the same feeling like yeah yeah so that is one thing hbo it's like when you do it and i think apple tv is kind of doing a decent job i haven't watched a ton of their stuff but it does have some like it seems more film oriented yes. versus like streaming this is a streaming show
0: right right where it's like at least the hbo stuff it's uh, the like the visual tech and the cinematography look like they i think they have one of the best like HDR or the Dolby Vision plus 4K um in all the streaming services. Yeah, I think but they, no, the, I, I would the, say straight up they have the best one.
1: The bummer is they also have the worst audio.
0: Correct. That's, yeah, that's which is bummer. really frustrating. Because yeah. You know what's
1: crazy? Hulu doesn't really have HDR.
0: Pre, well, Prey was movie? in HDR, right? Yeah.
1: Not on... I watched it on my Apple... Was it the Apple TV? I think so. It did not say HDR on it.
0: Huh. Mine was an HDR, I'm pretty sure. Weird. Maybe
1: it... I don't know. I watched it, like, maybe earlier than you. and Maybe they like were maybe like, oh, shoot. Or maybe something. we yeah. just didn't slap the label. Yeah, because um, it out, like,
0: two weeks after you. Yeah. Yeah, okay. okay. But
1: also, if you look at stuff, there's not as many things that have the HDR as you would expect at this stage.
0: Yeah, I feel like like live stream and sports and sports it's it's, they're finally they're finally coming around to like 4k with like fox and the nfl network and then the nba and and some some mlb games Uh, but i'm like oh my god this is this is like the the use case reason for 4k like come on come on let's get this. it is crazy
1: that it's like in you know watching basketball games in 2022 and you're still like does Wait, who that? is 720p? 720p? <laughs> yeah, <Right. laughs> like who is that? Which one of are these like, pixels is LeBron James, and which one is Giannis? It's insane, and then it looks like shit the bigger your screen gets. Mm, like mm-hmm. then you're just the like, good lord, horrible, horrible, It's really bad. TV, what are tech they, it's like? Come on, sporting come numbers. on.
0: Get it together. Welcome Get back together. to the DMGT podcast. I am your host Danny,
1: and I'm your host Spencer.
0: And this week we're talking about rainbows and unicorns and butterflies (laughs) because i
1: i've been grumpy today (laughs) and that's the things that make me more excited
0: oh spencer loves my little pony when you overly indulge on the happiness when he's not feeling it um no no no, we're we're going to talk about we have
1: did you talk to my
0: wife (laughs) (laughs) we do on occasion talk about you um sorry to say uh Never bad things, never bad things, Spencer. Uh, The Last of Us, <laughs> I'm kidding, Danny. You're ah, fine. you're fine. <laughs> you Put me on the spot. No, The Last of Us, uh, we have the remake for the first one coming out this Friday, so it's already kind of come upon us here. Using from the quote unquote ground up, I, I do believe a lot. I was looking at some some videos, and we'll get into it. Like, a lot of the tech is new, and they're using The Last of Us 2 technology as well. But, like, they had to redo almost everything for for this one. So, we'll talk about that. Um, This continued... We've talked about it before, but this continued rising trend of, like, handheld gaming devices. So, specifically, the return of these types of devices because uh allegedly it's been leaked that logitech has an upcoming uh gaming handheld and Uh-oh, there's mocks and everything
1: for it so you made some cash money sorry. by everyone buying your webcams
0: for covid life and now you're making the games yeah you're now making you're making games. the games um so we'll talk a little bit about that and then spencer wants to talk about a book which is relevant yeah. to everyone listening to this yeah,
1: it's called Tomorrow, 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 and it's by Gabrielle Zavine. Zavine? I don't, you know, Z-E-V-I-N. Um, Probably messed it up, but it's a, it's a book about video games. Love among it. Among other things, yeah. I love um, it. Yeah, so I got to admit, Danny, I've read more threads about The Last of Us remake than I have like really consumed any like videos about it or or like comparison stuff and i'm going to get the thread which is like every top comment on the thread is now can't wait to see all the people yelling about how they're making us buy a game for the third time you know what i mean and then that is most of what the thread is yeah yeah um but aside from that like my only thought about it in a negative way, sure, is I, I, I don't think it needs to exist. <laughs> like, why did uh, I just feel like all the resources that went into doing the third version of this game, when I just you know I played The Last of Us Two late, and it was right when the PS5 patch came out, and when I replayed Last of Us One, the remastered uh, yeah. Last Gen. There's never been a moment where I was like, yeah, man, this is the best game ever, but I would like to see it two years upgraded. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, because it looks, it, it's not a game where you look at it and you don't, like the only thought that goes through your head is this is the most beautiful thing. Yeah. This is so beautiful and amazing and it plays well. And like, like I just, to me, this just feels, it's like with this, with GTA Five. Like, never, like,
0: it, it feels like it's like, wait, are you trying to like Skyrim Last of Us? Which, uh, like, part of partly now Skyrim has never been rebuilt like it, like the Last of Us has been, but I'll touch on that because I do agree. On, like, um, it, it is feel and I have been saying this from the beginning, it feels weird, specifically at a $70 price point. That is kind of crazy, um, uh, considering yeah. that, like, Again, I understand that there's a lot, a lot, a lot that has been rebuilt from the ground up, almost like a new game, but it's not a new experience to the world, to the gaming world. The flip side to that is there's also going to be a lot of people that never played the first one that are now going to experience this objectively superior version. Now, technically, with that, with that. I know where you're going to go.
1: Say it. Who, who, who is that? Because it's just like who's like jumping into their first gaming console ever, being a PS Five.
0: But it's not even it's not even the first gaming console ever. It was just anyone that just didn't play it. Like when you when but you talk about been
1: push everyone's everyone's like you gotta play.
0: Sure, who's, sure. Who's
1: of all the holdouts? Who like what's the market that was holding out specifically like no i'm only gonna play it once there's a full rebuild that's ps5
0: well when you think it's free yeah.
1: right like they're both free
0: yes so here's the thing yeah that that's the other point like you can get the remastered version on the ps5 quote-unquote free it's included with a playstation plus subscription
1: yes not actually free but if you're playing any online game, you have to have PlayStation Plus. So it's mostly
0: free. Yes. So in what? Seven years, The Last of Us sold 17, 17 million copies. In seven years. That's how many copies Elden Ring sold this year since launch.
1: Yeah, I guess it isn't as big as some other big titles. It's like it's always been the one that is a yeah. I guess you're right. There are people that haven't played it because it is hard.
0: It is hard. It's and also it's violent. It's a violent game. It's also scary. So like a bunch of kids that probably their parents were like, yeah, no, you can't play this game at age seven, right?
1: How much did Resident Evil Seven sell? Six mil. I have. Mine says mil.
0: <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, I'm, Maybe looking, that's at a I'm looking at Village. I'm looking at Village, my bad. That's eight.
1: Oh, wait. I, I guess I meant eight. So six, okay. Okay. Yeah, because, cause, I mean, it is scary, and it is hard. But then at the same point, aside from kids, I do think that's a good point. Like, kids who were too young to play it, now they get to play the best version of it. Yep. That's cool. But then the other side of it is, uh, it's probably still too hard or too scary for the people that had already decided it was too hard or too scary.
0: Well, it's also been seven years, so they've grown up. And, and like, think think about it. Like, yeah. how many games have you just like, yeah, I'll get back, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. Like ninety percent, exactly. They're like ninety percent exactly. of games.
1: <laughs> I almost never play games that I intend to play.
0: Exactly, that's what I mean. I think that there is an opportunity for people like to to go into this brand new. I I like that they are. They have expanded, so like I'll get into some. I guess if this is spoilery for people, but like if if you're on the fence and you're not sure, I will say seventy dollars is a little steep. But if you're on the fence, they are adding new content without changing too much of it. Expanding certain sequences um, in in the game, so like the overall flow will not be identical to part one. So you are getting additional content, more playtime. You are getting all the new mechanics of the last of us part two into part one so the new crouching uh the jumping and like the those new different attack animations all of those things that do change that they fundamentally change gameplay and how you approach a level is is different um and then it's just gonna like the 60 fps you got on the on the remaster all that stuff so it's gonna look good but there is additional content the updated uh sound design is is what i was reading into that like oh shoot i just kind of wasn't really thinking about like how they completely redid and rethought the sound design of this game and when they do that well like they did with the last of us part two or games like returnal where the sound design is like so tight that it yeah just adds an additional layer those are like yeah uh, i'll toss them like you know what i Uh, for me i've bought skyrim like five times so i'm probably gonna get this yeah i don't recommend spending 70 dollars do as i say not as i do
1: (laughs) here's and here's my take on it who doesn't rebuy games 25 times or however many you just said 700 um Mm, yeah i keep bethesda afloat (laughs) this game within 18 months will be free
0: it will just wait not if even. you haven't
1: played it yet, I'm just, I was giving myself a longer, I think 12 really, but like, I say eight, I say eight, it'll be eight? included
0: in a premium subscription. Yeah. Cause like it,
1: if you are locked in on PlayStation and you're definitely going to have a PlayStation in 12 months, 18 months, and you haven't played last of us, you should
0: spend $70 on a new controller. Or if this is your first console, like, or if you finally got a PS5 and you haven't played The Last of Us, say you come from an Xbox or just from no, no console, and this is like, yeah. okay, what game should I get first? This would be the game. This would be get this one first. Spend your $70 here first, and then you can get right into part two with your PlayStation Plus subscription. And then you have plenty of, uh, of those two games. It gives you plenty of gaming time leading into God of War Ragnarok yep and then yeah, you got a good... bam 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 three straight like bangers heavy hitters right out the gate and that yeah. oh, those three alone justifies a brand new next-gen console
1: yeah that's that's
0: true that's true
1: i wonder how many people are switching back and forth between gens at this point i, I wonder i, I gotta what, what do you mean like as in uh like i was xbox you know Oh, uh, but I'm switching to PlayStation five, but I've been Xbox for like the whole rest of the time or conversely, like if there are people who are like, oh, I'm getting this one this time, this one, this time, this one, this time. It's yeah. I mean, it does happen. It does happen. Yeah. Yeah. So I wonder it'd be cool if there was like actual data about that.
0: Anywho, I I mean, like they're great games and. Oh, yeah. Look, like, it's it's very expensive. I think for for people like in your you're nice in a situation situation where we've played it before. We're happy with it. You more than me probably like, we don't need it. You wait for it. You don't have to play it right now. But if you're excited for it, there are at least reasons for for to play it. And the other, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing. I, again, reiterate, I don't like the $70 price point. No one is making you buy this game this That's Friday. True. There is not, <laughs> no one's holding a gun to your head and says, can't play video games anymore unless you buy this goddamn game on Friday. You know why people are mad? Because they want to buy it. The only people that are upset yeah. are the ones that want to buy it.
1: Yeah, yeah, because otherwise it's just like, yeah, I'm just, I'm not thinking about this. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but I, I also will say, I think since we now have PlayStation Plus Plus Plus. Um, Correct, that's what which it's Which is called. to me the official title of it. Uh, don't know why they didn't do this. Um, I'm kind of like becoming an even cheaper gamer where I'm like, just looking through what's free. And then I'm picking something that I haven't played and then trying it out because it's such a low bar for entry. Yes. So it's also making me weigh the spend of a new game a lot differently because I have more access. And I also have assumptions that many games that come out will eventually make their way towards, even if it's a free trial for five hours, like I'd rather wait for that moment to try it out before I buy it. Then buy it blind.
0: No, I think I think that that is a positive development that most people should be approaching. It is it is a tough sell to say this brand new game, this brand new IP that you know nothing about, drop sixty seventy bucks now on it. Yeah, and then what if you hate it? And I've done that multiple times, and it really pisses me off you every could, time. I mean, well, if you buy it digitally, you're kind of shit out of luck. But if you, mm-hmm. unless it's like within the first like five hours or something like that, um, yeah. Or you could return it and like you are short 30 bucks now because they reselling it or whatever is going to be cheaper. Uh, So that's tough. That's why that's why I'm a huge fan of like the game trials on the PlayStation plus plus plus. Yeah, it's really great. Anything, anything, again, anything over $30, they have to have what, three hours of uh, trial time, five hours of trial time. Beautiful. Okay, so that refund time, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Which I I think is great and I I definitely have taken advantage of it once or twice so far. Um but I mean, honestly, I know we weren't this wasn't on the list, but I don't think I've mentioned uh that a uh, one free game on Plus Plus Plus. Bullets per minute, BPM.
0: What is this? Have you heard of
1: the game? No. Oh, Danny, you're going to love it. So it takes basically it steals Doom. But then instead of Doom just having badass music, you actually have to it's a rhythm game. It's Doom oh. but a rhythm game. And it's really hard. Uh, hmm. But it's, it's free, uh, so I picked it up because I was like, I had like seen stuff about it because I was looking up like rhythm games uh, a while back and I was like oh, I should play that at some point. Um, and then I saw it was free, so I played it. Man, it's so much fun.
0: And it's fun? Oh my god.
1: Oh, it's super fun. Wow. Like, it takes a bit to get to not feel like it's really weird because there's practice, easy, hard, and like hellish or whatever. And so you assume that easy, because that's what they like default to. It's like, oh, well, this game will probably be pretty easy and then I'll, I'll turn up. No, no, no. It's hard the whole time. It's like already hard Hell when yeah. you're on easy. Even the practice mode, if you're not like, if you haven't like gotten it through that truly everything has to be on the beat and like, you figure out some of the best ways to approach the consistent enemies. Yeah. Because, like, it's real chaotic. Um It's hard, and then it gets rewarding because it's, you know, it's a roguelike, so it's all the same shit that I always talk about with them. The roguelikes. <laughs> you die a uh, you, you get, you know, blah, blah, blahs. Um But it's real fun because it's one continuous song for the entire run.
0: That's an interesting concept. I I like that a lot. Actually, that's cool. Yeah,
1: yeah, definitely play it. You're gonna you're gonna fucking you're gonna like it. All right. Like All right. I would be hard pressed to it. I would I would put money on you liking it. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's right up our fucking alley. It is. It is. I mean, <laughs> like I mean, it's like <laughs> FPS just road right like... down the fucking middle. Yeah. With rhythm and like with cool rhythm and guitar music? Oh, riffs. My God. Like, come on. Sign me um, up. Yeah, all right, all yeah. right. I'm gonna check that out then. See yeah. the
0: beauty of these damn new subscriptions. And I started uh, Gardens of the Galaxy. Oh, I did. I, I I started it and then I dropped it. I got to restart. So yeah, it's kind of where I'm at with it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm
1: like, okay, yeah. No, I get, I get it.
0: Uh, we'll see if I get to the point where it opens up. But right now, right, right, very concerning. Yeah, a little, little draggy yeah. the first couple hours, I'd say. Um, yeah. All right. Well, that's where we are. So last of us yeah. remake we'll see if they finally get us some and real, hopefully sorry, I'm, real quick yeah part one is 70 dollars, and then part two is 70 dollars. is part two still 70 dollars?
1: i mean are they gonna they're releasing just part one which is the first game and that's 70 bucks yes do you then get the other one for free no or is it another don't fucking buy this shit that's insane that is insane i'm sorry 140 bucks for a game you can play two different versions of already no you should not don't no don't wait 12 months save your money that's way too much money for a game that you can play like i don't know that that is insane
0: ah uh, the like last, of, uh, last of, us, less of us last of us two is
1: 40 dollars i mean that's better but
0: i still mostly <laughs> point stands <laughs> i needed to like is he gonna stick to the rant he's gonna stick to the rant I mean that's still
1: it should be I would say it should be thirty. Forty still feels
0: too much because it should be less than half. For the last of us two?
1: Yeah, because I'm already giving you 70 bucks for the first one.
0: If they did like yeah, they should do like a bundle package or something where, where it's a little bit cheaper for sure. I agree, Spencer. I agree. It is expensive. Uh Logitech, they have an upcoming handheld that has been leaked, allegedly. It'll support cloud gaming xbox cloud gaming and geforce now so it's starting it's looking like a little bit of a steam deck situation but not steam's services directly. we got ourselves a crowded marketplace folks is is getting is getting litty out there it's kind of crazy right because the ps vita was not a particularly successful device and it came from uh, like no, it was sony like a joke the whole time uh, it came from sony who was riding on, like, the PS4 success early on, like, in between PS3 and PS4. And the PSP was a very successful handheld. But otherwise, it had just been like Nintendo. It's just Nintendo does all the handholds and that's it. Yeah. And now, and now we have a Nintendo Switch, like, official, like, these are gaming devices for the mainstream, for the masses, and not emulators, not, like, Hacked devices or analogs, which I don't want to like they're not no disrespect to them. those are cool devices, and I eventually do want to get my hand on one of those, but like a steam deck, like oh no, this is like triple A gaming in your hand, a Nintendo right. switch, this is triple A Nintendo gaming in your hand, and now Logitech with cloud gaming, this will be triple A gaming in your hand and a specific device mm-hmm. for it and I believe when I was looking this up, I
1: also saw that there's rumors that Sony may be. Getting back into a handheld eventually. Like, there's like some patents that were put out, which also just could be them protecting commercial property. Sure.
0: Sure. So, yeah,
1: it's the thing about them, Danny, you know, looking at all of them, just like lining them up, they all look the same. They're all like basically just the Switch, but like with one thing to get around not being the Switch. And my. Only thing about it, because handheld gaming just at this point, I'm really not that big on. Like, I don't game on my phone. I don't. It's just I have a Switch Lite. I never use it. Like, I think I just it's not for me at this point. So I'm not a not yucking your yum, so to speak. But where's the where's where's the the Nintendo like 3DS or one that's flippable or like you know I want someone to take a swing at design. With yeah, one of these yeah that's the thing that i'm bummed out about because like yeah it's so cool we have a proliferation of like more ways to get to get into gaming you know at different price points and all that stuff but i'm like let's fuck around with the foreign factor let's have some fun again
0: yeah like, uh, why not especially for logitech it's like you're you're brand new trying to break into the space and the probability of this device failing alone is already pretty high yeah. i'd say yeah
1: yeah it's it's definitely not going to do
0: well so what so why not might as well take some risk go go for the home run you know like really swing for it baby yeah like why
1: like no one's taking a swing with any of these like except for like horsepower so right
0: yeah yeah but like here the, the the tricky part for me about a lot of these especially this logitech like the the steam deck makes sense in a lot of ways especially if like uh, I don't want to spend a whole bunch of money on a PC, but I want to play all these games, but I do want to have like more like a pc like experience. like the Steam deck like has found a niche, and like they're like establishing themselves. It's not going to go yeah. away. This device has been so far pretty successful. The switch is Nintendo, so Nintendo's always going to be successful, right but other other than that, like if we're going mobile, especially cloud focused. PlayStation just bought a studio like this week which I forgot yeah. to bring up that specifically does mobile cloud mobile gaming and mobile cloud gaming. Yeah. And to me yeah. that feels like where the direction a lot of like gaming will go in the future as far as like handhelds or like that aspect of it where it's like you know what you everyone has a smartphone even if you have a quote-unquote cheap one you can still connect to the internet and the cloud gaming will still deliver the experience that you need here's a peripheral device that you looks like a controller and effectively is the same form factor as these devices and that's the thing i'm like but we're
1: also uh man i was something i was watching someone was like mentioning maybe it was a podcast i don't remember they were basically like it's going to be interesting when i'm like a grandpa and like my big thing i could i'll probably be talking about is like I remember back in my day we had to have a little beacon for Wi-Fi. And if you didn't have a beacon for Wi-Fi, you couldn't have the internet. You know? That's and where that's we're like, headed. Well, uh, that's literally where we're headed. And they'll yeah. be like, okay, Wi-Fi? Grandpa. What the fuck? Like Wi-Fi? <laughs> like, okay, Grandpa, let's take you, let's, let's put you to bed. Uh because we're not that far away from like ubiquitous connection. Yeah. Even on planes, like planes have Wi-Fi most uh, uh uh airlines are doing free texting now yeah the they support
0: point. like mms
1: like yeah we're not that far away mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. satellite sat sat wi-fi that they're using is getting better like the new basically like the next gen of planes that are gonna start to like roll out like uh because i know like united and like everyone bought a bunch of planes yeah but now they're like starting to come actually be around because it takes like forever to build a plane um we're so close to just like never needing a dedicated device for anything you know what i mean because yeah. like if i have wi-fi that's decent on my plane or so I'm thinking you know in the car right like just you know there's very few places in the country where you're not going to have a pretty decent 4g at least yeah. you know at this yeah. at this stage why do i need to have the i already have it right here it's a phone that can connect to my playstation Yep. i can put a controller in my backpack I can buy a peripheral that is
0: the controller that is that makes it like a yeah, that form factor, right?
1: So, so to me, I'm like the longevity of these types of things, especially when you're a Logitech who isn't tied to a specific this is Steam, this is Xbox, this is Nintendo, this is Sony. Like, the only way you're gonna survive is if you're a thing that does that's offering something none of them do. And so, like, yeah, I just don't know why people aren't taking swings with like. Something like, yeah. I don't know what that design would be like because we don't need, you You know, the only reason 3DS existed was because it was Nintendo and they built games to take advantage of that thing. Then you can't really do that at this point unless you are the company like a Nintendo or a Sony. But what could you do to make this a different experience?
0: Switch it up. Switch it up. Try something with AR. Uh, a lot of phones have LiDAR sensors now so you can get more realistic like surroundings and, and- interactivity with a virtual thing. Like yeah. something, you know? Like I'm uh, I'm just yeah. like shooting something shooting darts here in the dark. Just like yeah there are things that you can think about with technology that exists today to just like just switch it up. Just try it. Just try it. Um you don't even have to get like super metaversey with things, right? Because like Fortnite is effectively has like stomped stumped the metaverse, right? Like they are they are everything that like quote unquote rep Web3 was supposed to be so far it's yeah. just like this just giant community that refuses to go away there are still just as many active players today as there were two five years ago if not more man fortnite something
1: i i never understood and i will never understand But yeah, people fucking
0: love Fortnite. It's it's awesome. They're doing a great job of like staying relevant to their right audience, to the right audience. people age out; they they age out. But guess who? Guess who's always around? Kids, baby. Always someone graduating from Roblox or whatever. Exactly. So they're doing a a good job there. But like you can you can try things like that. You know, where it's like okay, let's try to implement where the kids are. Let's try to do because that's really where you're going to find success, and that's where you're going to find your separation. If you can convince, uh. Nine to fourteen-year-old to go scream at their parents that like I need this thing, you you're doing it right. That's yeah. where you should be focused on.
1: I wonder like uh, for the marketing meeting at Logitech for the guy who pitches this, they're like, <laughs> you know, they're they're in there and there. It's like research shows that there's at least a million mothers shopping around Christmas time that buy the wrong console for their child we could be that console <laughs>
0: <laughs> it look let's I
1: make it look really like the switch <laughs> and then I they'll promise just they'll you forget that
0: is definitely part of the conversation yeah
1: and then that's that's our niche <laughs> it's just accidents <laughs> and they're like
0: honestly it's yeah, going to it's it. going right. to ship units yeah. gaming we got is all a- this
1: logitech covid <laughs> webcam money
0: <laughs> gaming is a goddamn quadrillion dollar industry at that point i yeah. guess so
1: Cause I don't know what else the pitch would be <laughs> like, Hey, do you guys want to make a thing that's definitely not going to do well? <laughs> Cause it's, it there's like 20 of us already. Like
0: why did they make, yeah, I just do, do it. something peripherals for handhelds, do something with mobile, do something with, with apps. Like that's, that's where we're headed. We're uh, analog media will continue to exist but it will not be the primary means in which people consume anymore, right? Just like music, just like yeah. movies, just like TV. It's starting to happen with gaming. I think there are bigger hurdles there than the others that we've talked about to length, but we'll get to that at a different time. But it will happen, but it will happen.
1: Yeah. So, yeah, it's it's an interesting one. Um, yeah. Why? Why? I just... Yeah, I I really don't understand how this gets through all the layers of a company. Well, I just... I just saw
0: this, and then like it'll support cloud gaming, and it's like, why? Why? Are you gonna like charge cloud cloud gaming? Are you? What else would it do? Are you gonna charge like two hundred dollars for this, and like just undercut everyone, which is the only way this could work? Which, in that case, it will sell. Yeah.
1: Yep. You, but it it
0: cannot be more than two hundred dollars.
1: Yeah, that's kind of the only thing I can think to get it through a pitch if you were pitching it to me like that's the only it's like no no no. we're just gonna like we're gonna undercut it. it's gonna be the cheap one oh okay
0: okay then at that point all right fine fine cool cool yeah. good good job ship it yep yep uh it's a ve- hey, logitech
1: <laughs> do you <laughs> no one's i don't think is anybody mad at logitech ever
0: it's like logitech's no, been there for all of us Logi- at some point
1: listen in a pinch you've bought something
0: from logitech look, i know it I, I guarantee actually the uh i'm a huge fan of the mx master I lo- oh yeah it's the best mouse it is the best mouse look at that we're both holding one up right now we both have one yeah look i love logitech did your, scroll, did your
1: infinite scroll, scroll scroll wheel break like pretty quick and now it like doesn't have friction no but my it still uh, works but now just it truly it's definitely getting scroll. getting
0: looser it's the side button that's like stuck now so if i press it it screws everything up so i can't press i it anymore. just
1: realized this morning uh oh spencer left
0: hopefully he's still recording when he joins the call but i'll cut this back in it's okay he's uh as i was I'm saying that, that i just in. realized that
1: all no, no no i know i know i was laughing uh i just realized that uh <laughs> oh he did it again
0: he did it again I keep doing spencer's it. just leaving left and right left so, and right
1: i actually let's say i didn't realize but uh somehow my my auto mapping of this mx3 one of the buttons on the ergonomic side is just leave meeting button because i wasn't pressing the leave meeting button oh. uh, <laughs> because the other one the other one is right click okay the other one is right click, but I didn't remember which one it was. I kept pressing it. I was like, "Oh, I must have pressed the leave meeting button." No, no, no. The whole
0: time I wasn't—I wasn't even close to it. Um,
1: love it. So like, I'm not even take. Yeah, I love it. I love this mouse, even though it just screwed me and made me look like a buffoon.
0: Look, Logitech, we love you. This, this, this one device though, it's like, what, yeah. what are you thinking? What are you thinking? I mean, basically,
1: my fucking totem is like a four gig flash drive from Logitech I've had for twenty years. just at the bottom of every backpack i've ever owned
0: they also make really good ergonomic keyboards like the like relatively inexpensive curved ones or whatever listen logitech send us shit please we love you yeah you're a real one webcam is is logitech Uh, yeah we're we're into it we're into (laughs) it um so tomorrow
1: tomorrow and tomorrow is a
0: book that i read danny is that about like three days from now i'm sorry i did make that
1: joke at the book club. Meeting oh, yes. Project. All right. Um, I was like, man, really hard to remember what day we were supposed to come here, you know, because I kept thinking tomorrow, tomorrow, and tomorrow. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they hated it as much as uh, I hated you doing it to me. So, so at least the universe consistent.
0: is balanced out. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> this, this was <laughs> something I said to someone today at work. I said, because uh, I was trying to like help like levity, like lightness sure, in sure. doing tech work can sometimes be a good thing. Yeah and i like started to say humor and i was like no 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 i'm not talking about humor humor is too much risk <laughs> like but like just be like n- like light you know like light like fun but not like don't don't try to be humorous cuz yeah, yeah. the hit rate's going to be low um so this book is like uh going to be on a bunch of best of this year lists like it just came out like a month or two ago and this isn't like the first novel from this this author. I think one of their books is being made into a movie here pretty soon. So it's like an author that's pretty like hitting pretty well and like respected. Mm-hmm. Uh but they 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 she wrote this gay this book um that is is really about three people and kind of their journey throughout kind of like the early to mid 90s towards the Twenty ten ish frame almost to close to current time, and the really cool thing is like because uh, I was talking to a bunch of people about it last night at this book club meeting, and I was definitely the most gamer person of the group, mm. and so I had like a, a lot of times like my my stuff I was thinking about with this game or this this uh, book, they were like, oh, I didn't know that that was like this and that was this because I was just like. They kind of the and this isn't giving anything away. Really, I mean, if you read like what the book's about, you'll know sure. at least this much. Um, but like they they kind of parallel real game history, so it's not like it's a alternate world where all of the games are fake, right? Like they have like this actually two page ish long like deep dive into just one of the characters' appreciations for Metal Gear. um, Yeah. Talking about, like, they were talking about titling games, and, like, the reason that Metal Gear became Metal Gear Solid was because he didn't want to, Kojima didn't want to do Metal Gear 3 because he felt that 3 would make people that didn't play these other games because he saw that gaming was growing. Yeah. So he's like, we're just not going to call it 3. We're just going to call it a whole different thing. So people don't even know that the other ones exist. So they'll still buy my fucking game. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like that. And that's, that's like basically they, they describe it and they describe like the game itself. And it's really like super detailed and really interesting. And then they also within this parallel timeline, there's also sometimes where there's just like just off kilter, not actually the game, but like, if you know games well enough, you're like, "Oh, I think this is what they're like talking about, yeah, or this is what they're doing that but they they release a game that is kind of like you took Shadows of the Colossus and Zelda and a little bit of like the a uh, little more gothicness of of like um not gothicness, but like grittiness of a Metal Gear. And it's like this game kind of slots in between all of those greats. And then it makes a really believable through line of like, oh, this could have been like another pillar type of game in the early times of like 3D gaming and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, Which I thought was really, really cool. There's a lot of interesting moments about like making decisions about how the game will be Um, and kind of the creative process that building a game with a small team and then with a big team is. Like they, they, it felt pretty true to what I understand it to be, you know, not, not having done it, obviously. Yeah. Um, and then it's like, it's a pretty good book. Like, pretty good. I would put it pretty good. Like, it's not like this is an absolute masterpiece. You must, must, must read it. But if you're like maybe in a relationship and, you know, like you want to read the same book, you know, like sometimes me and Christine will do that just yeah. ourselves. Like, let's like read read the same book um i feel like this is like a pretty safe bet for everyone to in some way appreciate not hard not like super dense dense enough there's some interesting prose there's some really beautiful things in it and there's some stuff that you're like eh all right take it or leave it yeah um but overall like if you like video games and like would like to read more this is a good one cuz it's exactly it's going to merge to you know like you'll enjoy it because you'll get some references cuz literally one person at the book club meeting I was like explaining all of these like the where they had different titles but I was like oh no but really this is this game that they just didn't want to like actually say it's this game right, because right. they wanted it to be from their fake studio and like I just like listed off a bunch of them and then like apparently in like the end of the book there's like here's all the games that I was like kind of referencing and someone just pulled up. they were like, "You were right on like all of them," <laughs> and I didn't have notes. <laughs> like, and I was like, "Oh wow, that's impressive or a bummer." Good job, hey! But I felt real smart. Impressive like, for this yeah. podcast, I'll tell you. Yeah, what. <laughs> low bar.
0: <laughs> wow, wow. No, low I mean, bar. like, I you you. I remember you telling me about this uh, when you when you first joined the book club and like that that Hideo Kojima story because it it is like this is um. A fiction technically but like they do incorporate some real some like real stories of like video game development into it so there's like some 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 non-fiction aspects to it and that kojima story is really what got me like oh you know what that's interesting as hell and i'm in i'm going i'm gonna go read this book so i've been meaning to but like yeah just the idea of like oh shit and i looked it up like yeah that's that's what happened metal gear one and two Didn't sell. Part two, particular didn't sell well. Was like on the SNES or whatever. Yes. Uh, And Kojima was like, "Ah, "But we got this like really good idea on the PS1, the new tech. It's a Japan, another Japanese company. Let's just call it something else." And and then it became the Metal Gear Solid. Right. (laughs) Yeah. One of the most successful games of all time. And that's weird. Like the thing is, I didn't know that because I I I never
1: played the old ones. And then I like looked it up. I was like, "Oh, that's cool. That's like a real." legit story and it's like it reads not as journalism in the book like it does read as like the character thinking about it yeah or like referencing it but it was really cool um and there's like some really really cool ideas in the book they don't the the author doesn't nail all of them um a couple things exceed their grasp but there's also some really beautiful things in it and some really interesting ways of thinking about how people deal with things differently and how sometimes you grow about it sometimes you don't um and i would probably put it in like the kind of category of like there's definitely a character on the spectrum within the story but it is not their defining characteristic it is not yeah never mentioned and i think like that's always a really nice thing to see where there's um representation without having to hammer it about, right, it's a thing a, about it's, representation it's
0: just people existing as they
1: do you know exactly like and I, I really appreciated that and i'm glad that like more and more media is like doing that you know like where it's not i'm making a movie about someone on the spectrum it's like no there's just like yeah there's characters that are you know that people on exist. the spectrum that you they're, know they're, and they're, just, they're people just doing um so so that was cool uh and then yeah i really i really really enjoyed it um if if you've read The Amazing Adventures of Cavalier and Clay, if you're someone who has read that, that is like the best version of this type of book, because it's kind of similar but with comic books. And not similar, but like the conceit has some mm. overlap. Um so but like I really like those types of things where like you get really into depth about the thing that the characters are really passionate about. Yeah. Um and it just so happened, like I like video games. This one was really fun for me because I got to have all those little moments of like, oh, I bet they're talking like this game's probably actually this or that. Um, but yeah, it's it's a quick read, easy read, good read. Um, grab it. If you're in Chicago, I'm pretty sure most of the people who purchased the book um put it in free libraries that are all around Chicago. So maybe just like open one of those up, see if you can find tomorrow, tomorrow and tomorrow. Yeah. Um, if you are uh in the Humboldt park ukrainian village area i know a lot of people that were were reading the book were around there so i'm i'm sure it's
0: in at least one
1: of them so just go check them out
0: those free libraries are great love free libraries community libraries are cool community shit is cool
1: I'm yeah and it. i don't know if they're are they're like in most cities but if you're not in a city and you don't know we're not talking about an actual library no, we're no. talking about just a little weatherproof box that usually looks like a big birdhouse yep where people just put books in. And then you can take a book, you can leave a book. You can only take books, you can only leave books like you, what no one cares. It's yeah. just like if you want to take it. So they're really cool. If you don't have one, put just put one out.
0: Yeah. Start your start start yeah, in your, start little your community, own. your little neighborhood. It's like super people easy. freak out about it. They flip, they love it. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. There's a there's a nice house an older house down here. Um, that has one out front and they do it's a very fun i'm sure people have seen it in the wicker park neighborhood it's this house that has like every season and for every like holiday like literally it could be memorial day it could be halloween it could be any holiday they set up their lawn and like all their um what, what is it called like their little animals and like what are they? The gnomes and shit. Like they have like chickens oh, yeah. and gnomes and like ducks and flamingos. Like just statues. lawn ornaments, yeah. lawn ornaments. They dress them up and they sw- swap them up for that holiday. It's, it's a lot. It's also adorable as hell. And they have a library yep. right out front.
1: Yeah. That's really cute. People that are cute like that, you know, even if you're kind of shitty, I'm going to give you a pass a little bit because <laughs> that's fun. And it's a lot of work. It's like, like and, I, I, and if you yell at me about getting off your lawn, I'm gonna be like, you know what? I should. You're right. <laughs> I'm not gonna let my dog piss on your shit. That's this right.
0: this lawn and that garden is pristine year round, year yeah. round. Yeah, yeah. And it's like Man. this old couple, just like this, these older old old couple with like we've seen them walk the dog once, and it's like this ancient dog that is like ba- they can barely walk around the block, and Ugh. he's cute as hell every single time. I'm like, oh, this this dog can never die or or I'm going to I'm going to die. <laughs> Danny,
1: I think what you need to do is you need to put a little note into their mailbox being like, "Hey, if you guys need help setting up the next holiday, your boy's here."
0: Yeah. That's a good idea. I'm going to do also, that.
1: Also be something nice for you to do. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And then they're um, racist. I'm just kidding. Well, I mean, you uh, know, well, uh, no, you'll find kidding. out. Well, we <laughs> you'll will. find out. We certainly will.
0: No, but it's fun. I'm gonna read that one. That's a that's, that seems like a fun one. After I read
1: tomorrow, 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 tomorrow. tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow. Um, my second favorite book that heavily features uh mm-hmm. Shakespeare to get somewhere in the story because tomorrow, tomorrow, tomorrow is from Macbeth. First favorite book that uses a similar thing where they constantly bring up a play of Shakespeare's uh, Station Eleven, with with a uh, with with Hamlet. Hell yeah, because Station Eleven's like the fucking best. Such a good book.
0: Um I'm into it. Yeah, Spencer Danny. I think we're done. I think we're done, baby. Hey, we got some. We we should have done it earlier, but it's OK. It's It'll still be early. The first week of September, we'll, we'll have some back to school special episode uh, next week. So we'll have like some tech stuff, some video gamey stuff, some musicy stuff audio gear all your needs for back to school if you're already back at school or wherever uh we'll, we'll have like a uh, frugal list i'll call it frugal list and a baller list so we'll separate the two and then you can pick and choose whichever one you want we'll throw links up on the blog or something and then you can pick up a thing if you grab want your to. stuff if you want yeah
1: also you know if you don't want to that's okay
0: that's awesome goodbye, okay. goodbye. goodbye.